Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Burnett Nugget. To be honest, today's episode, I don't really know how to record it. Um, because I'm doing this and I want to pull it like as fast as I can because the movie just came out. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it. It's a part two of our Wednesday episode that is about to all the boys. And this is my review on the third and last movie to all the boys, All Is In Forever. Okay, I just finished it watching. For ones who don't know, the movie just came off. It came off February 12th. The movie has around like, I would say an hour and 45 minutes because they have a, a kind of like 10 minutes uh, credit in the end. So I would say like an hour and 45. And I shall say that I cried 10 times during the movie. I counted them because I was like, the first time I cried was six minutes into the movie so I was already like an emotional wreck there uh, back then and I just have to say like this movie mixed all my emotions and yeah first things first about point of comparison with the book the book and firstly the book has a different title that is Always in Forever Lara Jean it has Lara Jean in the end uh and I don't know if I referred here in the podcast but I reread all the books so I actually finished this one yesterday I left it like to read until the last minute so I have the story really like fresh in my mind but yeah just like some comparison points because I don't feel like I feel like of the three movies the first one is the one that looks more like the book and the second one doesn't have that much of to do and the third one I don't think it's that close neither that far I feel it's in the middle of the two sequels that came off, so of To All The Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, and To All The Boys, All Is In Forever, I prefer this one. I feel, I don't know why, but th- this third movie was just an emotional train for me. So, but first, if you guys haven't watched the movie, just please don't listen to the podcast episode, because of course this will contain spoilers. And let me just get started. First things first, the movie gets us in with the Korea trip, and I think I referred it somewhere... Uh, maybe in the that uh, that other episode that I did about Twelve Boys, I refer that in the the third book they don't go on the Korea trip. So her dad offers Laura Jean the trip as her graduation gift, but the the book ends and after that they will go in their Korea trip. So you don't see, but in the book in the movie you get that Korea trip, and I feel like it was really essential for us to see the girls connecting to their roots. And also there is a really cute moment at end of minute five, beginning of minute six, that it's really emotional that they go on like a lockers bridge in Co- in Korea, yeah. And they find the the lock that Lara Jean's mom left there about like for her relationship with their dad, and it's it's really cute, and I cried there. Um, and yeah, I feel like firstly the Korea trip, even though it wasn't in the book, I feel they did a really good job bringing it up because it shows us throughout the first two movies we don't have a much of like their cultural background with Korea, but in this one I feel they did a good job putting it in, and we get a love interest for Kitty. Who was expecting it? No one. And actually, just referring that, I feel like they did a really good job in the books. That doesn't happen at all. And I feel like they did a really amazing job in that, like bringing something for Kitty instead of being the Cupid for her to be in love once. And yeah, let me think about my friends. So the Korea trip happens. One of the differences is, for example, in the book, we know that the Korea trip, their their dad and Trina, that is going to be their stepmom, um... They don't come in the trip, and in the movie they go, but I feel like it's cool. One of the things I noticed about the relationship of the sisters with Trina is, for example, in the book, we see a lot of, like, little things that happen between her and Margot, like, 
related, for example, to cleaning the house and everything. And they don't have that much of a good relationship. And I feel like in the in the movie, they made it there. They didn't show that a lot. Like there were some moments there you understand that Margot doesn't feel that comfortable, but it wasn't as in the book. I feel in the book, they go a little bit over the edge and they, they make it. I was thinking about like what I was going to say in this episode. And I feel like in the book, they make it a lot more dramatic. Their relationship, I feel in the book, I feel like it was the same as in the book. Maybe the movie would be a little bit more more spicy, but the movie isn't to be spicy, I think. I feel like they build the free movies in order for them to not to be spicy, for them to be like regular, let's say. I want to go like to different topics. I don't know, like I'm trying to remember. Their senior trip is the same. They go to New York. Uh, one of the things that changes in between the movie and the book is the fact that in the movie, I feel like they talk about more trendier colleges. This being said, colleges that everyone knows. In the book, they, they talk about like, kind of like local colleges from where they are from. And in the movie, they talk about Stanford, UCLA, NYU, Berkeley. And I feel like that's a difference. But at the end of the day, that doesn't make that much of a difference. Uh, in the book, uh, Largin also picks like the, the college that is a little uh, more far away than the one that Peter is going, but is not that far away. It's not 3000 miles, like they say, something like that. So it's not that far away, but it's still a little bit far away. Um, I'm trying to remember like things I can tell you because I'm, I'm with a movie in my head. I feel, for example, that they've made an amazing job with Lara Jean's whole story in this movie. Um, she became a lot more independent. And for example, in the first two movies and in the beginning of this movie, we could see a lot of her like hesitating and telling Peter things because she was afraid of him being hurt and everything. But in the end, she's like, when she's telling him that she wants to go to NYU, she goes straight up to the point. She doesn't go around. And I feel like that's really cute. N not cute. That's really good. <laughs> cute. Oh, please. Oh, talking about cute. Uh, there was a, there are some things like that happened in the book that were actually some of my favorite scenes that ended up happening in the, happening in the movie. So in the book, there is like this recurring joke in between, I feel like the second and the first book that is about Peter's feet. So about socks, because uh, he wants this tiger socks and Lara Jean says that they probably don't make for his feet size. And I, I in the book, they got, no, in the movie, they got that reference when she's offering him the sock. When they talk about the meet cute, um, that happens in the book. And I remember the first time I read, I cried in that part reading the book. Because basically, in the it's in the beginning of the book that they talk about, like they do in the movie, they talk about their meet cute and Peter says she, he remembers. And I also think, thought it like he didn't remember and they would not bring it again. But in the book, it's like, I think it's in like the last... 10 pages that this meet cute, like him telling her how it was and everything, it happens again. And I cried in that part, of course. Um, in the book, he tells her and in the movie, he writes in like that yearbook thing. And that's actually pretty cute. I feel like I, I really didn't thought that he remembered of their meet cute, but he did. And it made me, my heart, skipping a beat. I don't know. Um, I, one of the things I don't know how I feel yet, I feel like tonight I'm going to rewatch the movie, but it's about the whole redemption arc that they made for Jen. In the book, we don't get a redemption arc for Jen, like in the third book, if I'm not mistaken, of course, but I feel like they don't refer at all, or if they do, it's like really briefly. And I remember, I, I, like watching the movie, this third movie, 
I didn't know how to feel about her redemption arc because she did a lot of shitty things things during the the three movies. No, the first two, because in the third one, she was amazing. And I feel like we got that redemption arc vibe also from the last scenes in the second movie when she and Lara Jean have that conversation in the treehouse. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm really happy because it showed just that Lara Jean also grew up and she wasn't that attached to the past, you know? And she wasn't, like, seeing Jen's relationship with Peter as something, like, you know, prejudicial for her. And I love, like, the, the scenes in New York where it's her, Jen, and Chrissy. That scene's, like, won my art. Like, let me just tell you. Oh, promposals. In the book, the promposal, I think it's a little bit more cuter. I don't know. I feel like they are both really cute. In the book, it's a movie reference. So he gets her teddy bear that speaks and tells Larry, like, you want to go to prom with me? And in the in the movie is the pancake situation. And I feel like the pancake situations in the movie makes more sense because it's more symbolic of their relationship. So I pretty much enjoyed it. I'm trying to remember more things that happened in the book and didn't happen in the movie or vice versa. The wedding is the same in both situations. There was just a scene there. For example, I, I really thought that Peter and Laura Jean would make up before the wedding, I was like, with that vibe, I don't know why. In the book, they make up during the wedding. So yeah, in in the I can tell you how it happens in the book because it's one of my favorite scenes. So basically, Trina gave the idea to to Laura Jean's dad of him making instead of like a husband and wife dance, like a daughter and father dance. So that was like the point of it. And in the in the book, yeah, the three daughters going out with him. So firstly, Margot and then Laura Jean. And then Kitty. And when Lara Jean finishes dancing with her dad, Peter comes and they they get back together. Well, in the movie, it's only after the wedding when everyone's out. I love the fact that Kitty had like an input in that. I feel like Kitty is, she's so cute. Oh my God. Uh, but she's she's by far one of the best characters in the movie. Um, uh, what I was talking about. I don't remember. Oh, and in the, in the movie, I the full okay the full year book situation in the um, that happens in the in the movie it also happens in the book um but it isn't like Laura Jean doesn't know how to, what to write to Peter she built a scrapbook from the beginning so in the movie in the book there isn't like oh she doesn't know what to write while in the movie that's what's going on and in it's the opposite way. It's like Peter doesn't know what to write to, to Laura Jean. And I feel like the fact that they changed it makes sense in kind of sort of way. Because, for example, the plot line of Peter with his dad is completely different. They don't end up being friends. They don't end up like having like a good relationship. And yeah, so it kind of like the when he was having that conversation with his dad, I, I was just picturing Laura Jean's head in, the, in his dad's head. I don't know if that makes any kind of sort of sense, but that would be something that Laura Jean would like say to try to make up. I don't know. I really, really don't know, to be honest. Um, I love the fact that Trevor and Chrissy got together. Um, I love the the friendship in between Chrissy and Laura Jean in this movie. I feel it was better than ever. The fact that they are, that Chrissy is always there and like, for example, when she doesn't get to work, oh, when she doesn't get to Stanford, when her and Peter break up, I feel like Chrissy in this movie plays a really big role in Lara Jean's life, which is really, really amazing. And yeah, I don't know what to say more. I'm trying to remember more stuff. 
But I, I said, for example, oh, in the books, I, I think I would like to see in the movie, but it didn't happen. It was like Margot in the books, she gets a, a new boyfriend and in the movie that doesn't happen. Now, I, I think I would like to see it. I don't know. And also, oh, in the third book, John Ambrose McLaren, he makes an appearance and in here he didn't. Oh, I think like it happened in a movie. No. It happened in a book and it happened in a movie and I didn't want it to happen, but at the same time I did want it to happen was, and this might be shocking for some people, but for example, I don't know if I refer, but John Zambros um, was Stormy, that is that old lady for Bradwell, grand, grand, grand child, something like that, okay? And she dies in the third book. So there is kind of like a full moment there and it's like kind of like really sad. And I didn't want it to happen in the movie because I didn't want to see but at some time I did want it because it brought it brought John Ambrose back and he had a girlfriend and his girlfriend happened actually she happened she happens to I think she shows up in the movie at least like there was a character with the same name as her so so yeah and I, I just remembered something and I just forgot again which is so frustrating oh one of and this, I might I might think like this might be like the last thing I refer because I don't the reason, uh, and this is like the last thing I want to refer because I want this podcast episode to be like really short because, you know, it's a good movie and I, I don't think like, okay, uh, <laughs> but their breakup in both situations, the book and the movie, it's different. So in the book, they actually, Laura Jean breakups with Peter because Peter's mom talks to Laura Jean telling, so basically there is this thought in Peter's mom had that it seems like it that is Peter is considering asking for like being transferred to the college where Laura Jean is and his mom talks to Laura Jean in order to like try to convince her like try to convince her to convince him that he shouldn't ask for for the transference because uh, because of like some motive I, don't, I actually don't remember and Laura Jean breaks with him and in the movie, as you guys, if you watch the movie, of course, you know that they that is actually Peter that breaks up with Laura Jean. And they break up because of kind of in sort of way the same motive. But it's because oh, and that scene happens in the book too, where they fight and he says that she made her this in this case the scrap box because she wants to finish everything and she wants to end things. And that scene also happens, but that scene is like prior to their breakup I I do believe so yeah that's different I don't know guys I really enjoy the plot line for this movie of course like I think they picked up some of like the most important moments in the um, in the book and they put it in the movie because yeah they they did it I feel like they did a good job doing that solidifying the story in one movie I wish the movie was a little bit longer. For example, with The Kissing Booth 2, I'm talking about it because it's what I have as a reference. Netflix did a longer movie. And in here, all the movies, I think like they must have like the same length. Let me just check it on, on Netflix. But I feel like they must have the same length. And I wish like this third movie was like a little bit longer. But I, I also don't know, you know, like I'm not the headmaster on Netflix. I wish I were. So this one has an hour and 55 with the credits. The second one has an hour and 42, and the third one has an hour and 40. Um, and I don't know, I really I really wish this movie was a little bit longer, because I really enjoyed it. I feel the plot line, like I said, is solid and everything. If you didn't read the the, the book, of course, you wouldn't notice like the differences. 
And I feel like they picked up like the main scenes from the the book and they put it in a movie, which is which is good. I feel like if they put like the full m- book in the movie, it wouldn't be that good. For example, there is one of I feel like everyone that read the book really likes this part. That is, they go on like this beach week. That is a full week at the beach. All the seniors, and in there, like there are some problems in between. Not problems. Like for example, the the um, she wanting to to have sex for the first time happens there and that makes like a like it's the same situation like that fight happens in the book that fight that I just told you about the scrapbook happens in the beach house and that's kind of like the beach week I feel like it wasn't that essential but for the ones who read the book I feel like I wanted something there symbolic of that I don't know I feel like for example they picked up of, of a lot of scenes that happens in between the in the book, in different situations, and he put it in other situations, and I don't say that's bad, but I don't feel like it's, I feel, it's, it's like everything that happens when you read a book, and then you watch the movie, there are things you don't like, simply, but watching the movie as a viewer, and not thinking about the book, I loved it, up the two sequels, it was for far my favorite, I feel like the second sequel, the second movie, I, I do mean, wasn't that good at all I feel like now watching the third one I see like a lot of potential in this third one and I I, I wasn't with my hopes I I feel it's really emotional for people who watch from the first to the last movie and for example for me that also read the books it was really emotional because it's the end of a chapter I feel for example the clothing in this in this movie is amazing the, the wardrobe is amazing I my favorite prom dress is Chrissy's I feel like she looks so good in it like she Okay, oh, this is sounds so weird, but it's like, oh, crrr. and uh, I feel like Cardi B has this trademark. Oh my God, I'm getting sued. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to remember the soundtrack. Amazing as always. Like, let me just tell you, the soundtrack, amazing. And there is a song that happens twice in the movie. Like, it shows up twice. And I was already looking for it on Spotify. See, for example, that, um, how do you say Netflix already made like a playlist of it, but I, I don't I don't find it. It makes me really mad because it's so good. I'm also on Netflix again. Oh, it's well the voice I've loved before. No. Okay, I have to, to check it later, maybe. Someone did a playlist. Okay, I think I just found it. Don't tell me I just found it. Okay, there is a there is a song here, but it I cannot yeah. Okay, and I had a nostalgic moment there because I like me better. There's a song that happens that shows up in the first movie played again in their career trip, and I was just oh my goodness. So yeah, I don't know what more to say. I love the relationship, for example, they build in between Trina and the girls. I feel like it's really good. I don't know. It's the same more. The wedding proposal is different. I really like the way they did it in the, in the book. So I was like, kind of like, eh, about the one they did it in the movie. Because in the movie, it was something like only between the dad and her. And in the book, um, Margot kind of helps in it. But she's far away. But like Kitty, Lara Jean, Peter, the three of them, they just are involved in the proposal and everything. And it's so good. Yeah. Okay, let's rate the movie because I have to finish this episode to edit and upload. But I would give this movie, out of 10, a solid 9. 9, yeah. To finish the trilogy, I think it was amazing. The ending is really good. I thought they wouldn't... I, I didn't knew what, what I was expecting at the end, actually. 
I was expecting it to be like the um, the book, and it, it ended up being they they are still together, and I'm so happy. And I don't know, like I really don't know what to say. I really enjoyed the, watching the movie. I cried ten times. I didn't thought that was possible because this movie's. I I think I cried in the first one in that I don't know in the part where it says, "Damn, Kobe, you weren't." You were never the second best or something like that. I feel like that's such an iconic Peter Kaminsky line, let me just tell you. And yeah, I don't know what to say more. I was I'm really sad that it's over. The the whole Twelve the Voice trilogy. I wanted like a one more movie, please. But it makes sense that they ended this way and they ended really good. They didn't leave anything like badly done. So I pretty much enjoyed it. I don't know what to say more. I really, really liked it. I think Netflix did an amazing job in this first movie, to be honest. And yeah, that's today's episode. Uh, <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have watched the movie, I'm going to leave a little box on my Instagram asking what you guys liked, what you guys least liked and everything in order for me to also interact with you guys. And yeah, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. That is at the.brunacknugget. And to follow your the podcast on Spotify or, or in any streaming platform for you to get our dropouts. And yeah, guys, I'll see you guys next episode. That is actually coming out tomorrow with a special Valentine's Day episode. And yeah, it's coming tomorrow at 4 p.m. if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, don't forget to treat people with kindness. Go stream to all the boys, the three movies there. It's amazing. And yeah, bye.